What's up, my friends? It's Rick Mulready here. Listen, if you are feeling like you're struggling to keep up with all the AI opportunities, or maybe you're wondering how to even start leveraging AI in your business without all the headaches, the AIFI newsletter is designed with you in mind, my friend. Every week, I simplify AI for you, showing you how to apply it and integrate it into your business so that you can work less and profit more. As one of my readers put it, it's a must-have for any entrepreneur who wants to get more done in less time. And they said there's a lot of noise out there and your information is up to date, yet just feels more calm and more relatable. So I want to invite you to sign up for the AIFI newsletter. It's free. Just go to rickmulready.com forward slash newsletter. That's rickmulready.com forward slash newsletter. What is up, my friend? Welcome to today's episode of the Art of Online Business Podcast. Rick Mulready here. And today's a quick tip episode here on the show. And so as many of you know, I have a daughter. She's four years old. And she, like most people, like most of us, right? She goes through phases in what she likes. So the example I want to use is TV. The day I'm recording this episode, she watched Sesame Street for the first time earlier today. And it was the first time in months, like months and months that she's watched Sesame Street. Now, before Sesame Street, she was on a bubble guppy kick and a Bluey kick. Like we watched Bluey forever. And I love Bluey, but we watched Bluey forever. And then she'd sprinkle in bubble guppy. Before that, it was Paw Patrol and watching super simple songs. And then before that, I think it was like Toy Story and and stuff. And and we'll probably come back to, you know, come full circle here before too long rewatching things or getting on new kicks that she was watching before. Now, if I just sort of went with, okay, she watched Bluey, I would say out of these, you know, kicks if you will of watching the, the same type of show, Bluey was probably the longest. And so she's not on a Bluey kick right now. But if I were to, you know, when it's TV time or when it's screen time to to always turn on Bluey because I think that that's what she likes because she liked it at one time, she's not going to be a happy camper, right? And she wouldn't do this, but if she just, you know, sort of, all right, I'll sit here and watch it and not enjoy it, but then I'm probably going to get up and and leave, more likely she's going to say, dad you know, like, no, (laughs) watch something else. And so I would listen to that feedback and I would put it on something that she wants to, to watch. But I need to get that feedback. I need to be present enough and in tune with her in order to get that feedback to make a change in what, you know, I'm doing. And in this example here, you know, what I'm putting on for her to watch. And this is the same types of thing that I'm seeing a lot right now where so much is changing on a really, you know, consistently, really fast basis. And when we as business owners, if we're not willing to change or if we're not in tuned with what our audience is dealing with or is experiencing, 
it's going to be a lot harder to market and sell to attract your audience, right? And to generate revenue. This is kind of like, you know, it's kind of like being a chef. You have to be able to adjust your ingredients to meet the changing tastes of the people coming into your restaurant. If you're always cooking the exact same thing and maybe it was great for a while and the line was out the door, but then people's taste changed, but you didn't listen to that. You just kept making the exact same thing. Well, that line out the door is not going to be a line out the door very much anymore because you know the chef wasn't listening for the feedback based on people's changing tastes. And this is really what I want to drive home here in today's quick tip episode for you is that being in tune with what your audience is challenged with at this time, because things tend to change from, I mean, depending on what niche you're in, they can change from month to month or quarter to quarter or, you know, twice a year or whatever, whatever it might be. So because of that, it's your responsibility or your team's responsibility, right? To be nimble and be willing to update your marketing and your messaging and your offer to how it solves that specific problem that your audience is experiencing at that time. Now your offer, I'm not saying change your offer, you know, every month. I'm not saying that. You have your offer, but you know, the front doors into your business, if you will, like lead magnets, for example, or videos or podcast episodes or what have you, does it, you know, and let's use lead magnet as an example, does your lead magnet address and help with the primary pain point that your audience is experiencing right now if you've had that lead magnet for a long time? Because so many of us create something and we just keep that and don't, we're not in tune to our audience and listening to what their needs are right now, because what their needs are right now are very well, you know, could be very well that's different from a few months ago. I was talking to somebody the other day, one of my accelerator members, and they were talking about how different times of year mean different things to her audience. Like this time of year, they're gearing up for for something. And then after this, after they're gearing up, now it's a different need. And then after that, it's a different need, all in a span of like six months. And so it's her job as the business owner and in terms of marketing, in terms of getting people into her offer to address what her audience is going through at that time. Now, you might be in a niche where, this doesn't really happen a whole lot, right? Where there's not a whole lot of fluctuation in what people are experiencing or, or so forth. But very educated guess that your audience is going through shifting changes and we have to be willing to address and, and be in tuned with what those changes are. And the problem, again, the problem that people fall into is they get attached to one message or solving a specific pain point that used to be a pain point maybe, but isn't anymore. And they never deviate from that. And they're missing out on connecting with their audience and, and serving them in a bigger way. And so you might be asking, all right, I get it, Rick, but how do I actually do this? Well, let me give you some examples of what you can do. So 
if you have a community. So if you have a course or a membership or a group coaching program or whatever it is, if you've got a community, what are they talking about in the community, right? A lot of you, a lot of my audience is really interested right now in AI and all these AI tools and stuff like that, just as an example, right? And so if I never talk about AI, I'm missing an opportunity to, to serve you. Now, this is an example that I, I mean, as you saw from my episode last week about the, about the AI tools, I am geeking out about this stuff, but it's a topic that a lot of people are talking about. It's a topic that a lot of online business owners are wondering how it can help them with their business. And so it's an opportunity for me to be able to serve all of you by sharing with you, you know, learnings and my experience and what you can do and recommendations and all this other stuff, right? So if you've got a community, listen to what they're talking about. Listen to the types of questions that they're asking. What are they experiencing in their business, in their life right now, right? And this could be a Facebook group. This could be a forum. This could be if you've got a Slack channel community, whatever it, you know, circle community, whatever it might be. What are they experiencing? If you get applications for one of your programs, right? So one of the questions on my accelerator coaching application is, you know, what is what is one of the biggest outcomes you'd like to see by joining Accelerator? So that tells me what somebody is having a challenge with, right? And just as an example, one thing that people are challenged with that I see a lot of, it, well, a couple of different things. So like number one, you know, I call it CPR, right? It's the consistent predictable revenue. So, but that, that might change depending on, all right, you know what? The, the people that I'm speaking to aren't necessarily having a problem with that, but yet the problem that they're experiencing a lot that I'm hearing is maybe, you know, how do I grow my team? How do I scale my team and work a whole lot less in my business? Because I've got the consistent, predictable revenue. I just don't have the infrastructure to support it, right? So my messaging needs to shift depending on what, what my audience is experiencing, so if you have an application that people need to fill out in order to work with you, that application is gold for what your audience is struggling with at that time. If you're launching, if you're doing launches, listen to what people are saying during the launch, right? A lot of you have Facebook groups, for example, that a company launches. Maybe it's a pop-up Facebook group or something like that. Well, that's a great place to look at the conversation. What people, what questions are people asking? What are they frustrated with? What are they experiencing right now? What are people asking you on social media? What are people DMing you on Instagram or TikTok or, or what have you, right? What are, they, what are the comments saying? Another goldmine of information around what your audience is going through at that time and then you get to look at yourself and say, am I addressing that in my messaging, in my videos, in my lead magnet, et cetera. Get on Zoom. I've talked about this one a lot. Get on Zoom with your students or your members. It doesn't have to be an hour each time, but you can open up. What if you opened up like four 15-minute Zoom calls on your calendar each and every week for 
you know, for, for your students to, or for your people in your audience in general to sign up for 15 minutes with you just so that you can learn more about them and their challenges and their, what they're going through right now. Like that's invaluable information, right? Then you transcribe that you put it into a tool like fireflies.ai and you transcribe that, that video. And then you can put the transcription into say like Mindgrasp or ChatGPT and it summarizes it for you. And so now you've got concrete things that are coming and you get to look for themes and stuff like that from these conversations. If you're in other Facebook groups, if you're in Facebook group communities that, you know, that are all about the audience that you serve, what are they saying in there? You know, it's the, it's all the same types of things that you would do in terms of researching for copywriting and, and all that sort of thing. What I'm encouraging you to do is don't get stuck in never deviating from one thing, right? Some from solving one pain point because you solved it a year ago. Well, chances are your audience's needs, your students' needs are different and you have an opportunity to shift along with that and provide the type of content, provide the type of front door, if you will, into your business and serve them in a much bigger way because you're listening to what they're experiencing and you're solving those problems that they have. Okay. All right. So I hope this was helpful for you. This has come up. The reason I did this episode is because this has come up quite a bit in conversations that I'm having with people. And this is really what, how do I dial in my marketing? How, how do I dial in my messaging? How do I dial in my lead magnets? And this is a huge opportunity that's so often overlooked because it's right in front of us. But when we're present to what our students need, what our audience is experiencing, and then how do we get to solve those problems for them, our business is going to grow as a result and our impact is going to increase along with it. All right, my friend, thank you as always for tuning into today's episode. I appreciate you. If you've not yet left a rating and review for the show over on Apple Podcasts, by the way, it's still very much a huge help. Kind of been stuck at that same... I don't know, it's like 730 or something like that for a long time. I'd love to get that up to 1,000 here in 2023. But yeah, leave a quick rating review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. Much appreciated in advance. And make sure to subscribe or follow the podcast here in whatever platform that you're listening to the podcast so that you don't miss any of the episodes I've got coming your way. Thank you so much as always for listening to the podcast, my friend. Be well, and I'll talk to you soon. the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money i see these over and over and over again and i put them together in a mini email series this is not fluff each of the seven mistakes i also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes this is good solid and it will save you money or help you make more money with your facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.